The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to MarTech Predictions Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to publish an episode every day talking about what the godfather of the MarTech industry thinks is going to happen this year. Joining us for MarTech Predictions Week is the man, the myth, the legend, Scott Brinker, who is the VP of Platform at HubSpot, which is a leading customer relationship management platform that provides software and support to help businesses grow better. HubSpot builds marketing, sales, services, and website management products that start free and scale to meet their customers' needs at any stage of growth. Scott is also the head of the Chief MarTech blog. He's involved with the MarTech conference. He basically created the MarTech industry. We're excited to have him here. And in addition to being our guest, him and HubSpot are also sponsors of the MarTech podcast. So far this week, Scott and I have talked about his first prediction, the reintegration of MarTech across multiple industries in your organization. And yesterday we talked about the RevOps movement, how sales, marketing, customer success are all being blended together into basically one business unit that examines the entire customer lifecycle. Today we're going to talk about Scott's third prediction, the advancement of no-code technology. All right, here's the third installment of MarTech Predictions Week with Scott Brinker from HubSpot. Scott, happy hump day and welcome back to MarTech Predictions Week on the MarTech Podcast. All right, yeah, reaching the tipping point on uh, predictions for the week. We're halfway there, the year's flying by, and we've covered two connected predictions so far that MarTech technology is going to integrate horizontally across business units, and business units are basically being consolidated to examine the customer lifecycle and what we're calling the revenue team. Today, I actually want to talk a little bit about what's happening on the technology side of MarTech. One of your predictions is that we're going to see continued advancement in no-code technology. So does this mean that we're getting rid of all the engineers and the marketers are taking over the IT team while the sales team take over the marketing team? Are we just, you know, big fish swallowing little fish here? No. <laughs> so let me give you an example, because when I think about no-code, would probably even put like no code in air quotes, because to me, it's not just about, oh, I'm building an app that previously I would have had to like be using JavaScript or some sort of programming language. There are examples of that. But I think of no code even more broadly, that it's almost like there are all these things that required experts 
to build expert software engineers, expert data scientists, expert graphic artists. And no matter how simple of a use case you wanted, it was almost like this black and white switch of like, ah, oh, well, if I want anything like that, I need an expert to go and do it. And like a great example, of this would be landing pages. Once upon a time, if you wanted a landing page, you had to have a web developer come and like custom code this for you with HTML. And then like, oh, okay, how do I want to handle like collecting stuff on the form and writing that to a database? So what happened was like, yeah, marketers are like, I'd like to A-B test a few different ideas, or I'd like to run this like long tail campaign and have different landing pages for each one. You could forget about that because there was no way that it was going to be worth it. Put it on the roadmap and we'll book train seats to it. <laughs> exactly. Like to have like developers do that. First of all, it wouldn't have been worth it economically. But also, do you really imagine that a professional web developer is like, hey, this week I'm going to build 100 landing pages for marketing? No. So when these landing page builders, which were really one of the first no-code capabilities inside the marketing department, or everyone was happier because all of a sudden, like the developer could help, like, here's a template, here's some standard components you can use, have fun. And marketers could go wild. They could tailor all these different landing pages to different campaigns. Meanwhile, the web developers could move on to other projects that were much more challenging and much more interesting to them. And I think if you take that pattern and you apply it across so many different things, whether it's like workflow automation inside the company or, oh, I want to do a little bit of data analysis on some data sets. I don't want to just have to file a ticket for some specialized analyst to eventually get to it. I kind of know what I want. If I could just sort of play with this a bit myself, I could at least get a first pass answer. And so... I don't know. I definitely don't think that no code is somehow any threat to the careers of the experts in any of those fields. What I think it's doing is empowering business users, marketers to be able to do a whole bunch of the other low end and mid end use cases that frankly, the professional experts didn't even want to do in the first place. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex, ready to take your team from I think to I know. Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. You know, as somebody who runs their own business, 
I have to be an expert at lots of remedial tasks. I can use Canva for design. I can use HubSpot for marketing automation. I can use Monday for process automation. I can use Google Data Studios for my analytics. There's a ton of no-code solutions that now I don't necessarily need an engineering team. So where are we now and what do you think is going to happen that improves in the no-code space this year? I think there's a couple of things that are happening. So one is the both the sophistication of these tools continues to advance. This is one of the areas where we see more and more real-world applications of AI is these AI engines are getting really smart about being able to predict what the most likely next steps are you might want to do. Like if you were designing something, you know, like, oh, well, what would a good design look like? The AI has been trained on like millions of examples of what good looks like. And so it's sort of able to help you, guide you as a non-expert graphic designer in creating stuff that looks really great. So these tools, just like what they're able to produce is getting more and more sophisticated. I also think you're just seeing the range of things that people can create expand. One of the ones I was just looking at the other day was this great tool, VoiceFlow, that yeah, as a business user, actually, I can sort of put together in like a visual diagram form. I can create my own Alexa skill, my own Google Assistant skill. And again, some of these you could actually go directly and you could publish it and be ready to roll. In others, even if you wanted a developer to maybe provide a more polished version, at least you as the marketer are able to like put together a pretty good prototype of exactly how you would like that to work. So I think that's happening. But I think the biggest trend, really the game changer for like how no code is going to get unlocked in the organization is no code has been very scary to a lot of the other teams, even like marketing ops teams, very suspicious of like, okay, well, wait a second, you just have like all these different marketers going out and building all this stuff. How do we make sure like the data is right? How do we make sure the compliance is done here? And if you talk to IT or you talk to the security teams, they have concerns about that too. But the truth is those things are actually quite solvable by simply making sure that the no-code tools themselves are designed with governance features in mind. So that's actually the marketing ops team or the IT team that adopts the underlying no-code platform. They set up the rules, they set up the guardrails, they're able to control permissions, and then they give people the freedom to build things but it's still within a relatively well-contained box. There's accountability, the audit trails of what's been done, they can monitor it. And that makes all the difference for now, mid-size and enterprise organizations to say, okay, actually we can adopt these no-code platforms. We can empower our frontline business users to take advantage of this and still be sure that, yeah, we're staying compliant with things and data isn't getting fragmented into a million different places. I think getting those two pieces together in 2022, we're going to see some really great advancement. What I'm hearing from you is the IT team used to be the equivalent of the community planning organization and the team that helps build the city. And now they're turning into the no code police saying, hey, here's what you've done. Here's the rules that you broke. And here's how you should use the no code tools that we've given you. I might put a slightly more positive spin on it of it really should be the IT teams and the ops teams. I put marketing ops in this category who should be enabling and empowering the business users to say, we've adopted this platform. We'd like to train you on it. We'd actually like to give you enablement materials. And yes, we've set this up in a way that you can feel free to experiment. And we've put some nice safety rails in place that you're not going to harm yourself. You're not going to harm anything to the company there. I think, yeah, really like finding ways where they're championing this no-code adoption by frontline business users. That's really the way it needs to go. 
we've built you the autobahn just make sure you keep going straight and don't go backwards <laughs> yeah a little bit more like that all right and that wraps up this episode of the martech podcast thanks for listening to my conversation with scott brinker the vp of platform at hubspot if you'd like to hear more of scott and hubspot's martech predictions we're going to publish an episode every day this week so hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we talk about scott's fourth prediction for 2022 which is the b2b commerce revolution if you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Scott, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Chief Martech, that's C-H-I-E-F-M-A-R-T-E-C, or you could visit his company's website, which is HubSpot.com, or his personal website, which is ChiefMartech.com. Again, it's C-H-I-E-F-M-A-R-T-E-C.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You could subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.